Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. How about that Diana Taurasi out in the desert in the heat, nailing a three early in the third quarter last night? She was sitting at 9,997 and bang, she nailed it, had a huge game. And, I mean, this chick did it all. Uh, when teammate Mariah Jefferson hit her, uh, she was covered by a double team, would have passed 28 feet from the basket. She let it fly, bang, made it with 8.23 left, and became the first WNBA player to reach 10,000 points. She said at that point, I was just trying to find a good shot or a bad shot. It was going up. But I'm kind of happy it happened with a three. I'm happy that someone set a screen. I'm happy that someone passed me the ball. That's how basketball is played, with everyone having a little part in it, and it's perfect. Phoenix snapped a four-game skid, and there was like 7,500 people there that wanted to see her. She had 42 points, her most in a game since 2010, and the most she's scored in regulation in her career. It was a season high, her first 40-point game since 2010 in July. She's 41. She's the oldest player with a 40-point game in WNBA history. Now, she's got 10,024 points for her career, and she's still going. She said it was a cool night. You couldn't have wrote this any better for our fans and for our city. She needed 18 to hit. 10,000. She scored five in the first quarter, another five in the second. And after halftime, she came out. She had five points, including a three at the buzzer on a uh, shot clock about to end. And then she made the history-making three. She had 32 points in the second half, the second most in any half in WNBA history. She said, after the game, my mom will be like, 49 more points. Do that tomorrow. Okay, mom, slow down. Or my sister. And then trying to plan it out of when it's going to happen. And wife Penny and the kids are in Australia for family things. But it happened when it happened. And it was a great night for our city. Her 10,000th point came on the 1,344th three-point field goal of her WNBA career. The only other player in history with at least 1,000 threes is Sue Bird with 1,001. 
The commish, Kathy Engelbert, said on behalf of the WNBA and basketball fans worldwide, I want to extend my heartfelt congratulations to Diana on reaching the incredible milestone of 10,000 points as she continues to author new chapters in an illustrious WNBA career. Her achievement stands as a testament to her skill, determination, unwavering dedication to the game, which along with her competitive nature has captivated fans with her incredible scoring ability, clutch performances, and unparalleled basketball IQ. We are honored to witness this milestone. So when the game was over, the Mercury had a ceremony for Tarasi, giving her gifts, custom pair of Air Jordans, a gold-painted uh, commemorative basketball, and a bottle of champagne. They had a video tribute that played, and well wishes from Adam Silver, Billie Jean King, Don Staley, Mike D'Antoni, Steve Nash. Sylvia Fowles. I mean, it was just on and on. Even Magic Johnson was in on it. Tarasi said, having uh, Griner back again, BG feels great. We've just been through so much in the last 10 years, and I know basketball is so important, but beyond that, she's always had my back. I've had hers. It was just nice for her to be back, and we can move forward in this season. She even went around and signed autographs and went into the stands to meet fans and greet them. She said, I usually don't let myself enjoy these moments, but tonight, because there are so many people in the building that have really helped me through all of this, and I think that gets lost sometimes when one person gets a lot of awards, a lot of attention, whatever it may be. You don't go far in life without really good people in your corner. And I've just been so lucky and grateful to have my family, for one, and my friends that are family now that have been in my corner since day one. And that was really special tonight. She even said, I'm really thankful for my teammates because moments like this, it's everyone's moment. And they really came with me and they wanted to do it tonight. And I said, boy, it would have been terrible if I only scored 17 tonight and pass out shirts with $9,999. But luckily it happened. I'm just really grateful. She said there was pressure. I came here a little bit nervous. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I just wanted to get it over with for a sense of relief. But at the same time, I was just focused on trying to win a game. And I know that sounds very minute, but the position that we're in, we're just trying to win a game for our sanity, for a reason to come back to practice tomorrow. And when you focus on the little things, the big things kind of take care of themselves. So overall, it was a great night. I think it was a great celebration of a basketball, men or women's. How about your boy, Zach Wilson, last night getting some Aaron Rodgers advice to throw a deep bomb, and he hit it a 57-yarder to Malik Taylor, one of the best moments that he had in, like, the longest time on a football field. Obviously, this guy's had no luck. Against the Jags last December, he was booed off the field. Wilson said that it was a great call by Aaron Rodgers. The play to Taylor. Have to give him a little shout out there. Rodgers wasn't on the headset, but he was the one that suggested to play to Nate Hackett, according to Wilson. And you got that teacher pupil thing going on there. Wilson said, I'm very grateful for him. He helps me more than he needs to. Obviously, the Jets want him to be the number two quarterback and learn from Rodgers, one of his boyhood idols. Rodgers said, I'm loving helping Zach. It was Wilson's 24th birthday. He was 3 of 5 for 65 yards. And he was up 6 nothing when he left after the first quarter. 
He had Taylor in man-to-man coverage on his left. He used his eyes to freeze the middle and then went deep with the dime to Taylor, beating Thomas Graham by two yards on a go route. It was just one play, but it got everybody excited because Wilson has been so awful. The coach, Salah, said for him it's rebuilding that confidence and the swag that we fell in love with during the draft. I think he's getting it. I said it before. He's a rookie all over again. All the footwork is different. All the verbiage is different. Wilson's going to get a ton of playing time in the preseason for the next couple of games at the very least. Rodgers might get a snap or two, a series or two, but it's basically Wilson's show at this point. He said, absolutely, for whatever reason, I feel like I'm trying to find my way. I feel like in this training camp and OTAs, I found what feels comfortable for me. It's definitely not perfect, but it's something I'm working at. It's a great feeling to feel like there's a good path you're going down. The kid has been miserable. 8-14 and 14 record, 15 TD passes, 18 picks. He said those seasons were hectic, I guess, scrambled. Tonight, I felt like I had a plan. Makai Becton played, but he only played seven plays, the left tackle. Remember, he's had nothing but problems, two surgeries on his right knee. He said that turf isn't friendly for people my size with my type of knee problem. I was feeling it in warm-ups, so I pulled myself a little earlier. I'm good, though. I do not trust Makai Becton's knees for one second. Oh, and by the way, just like I gave you the Browns yesterday, plus the two on Coast to Coast, Cleveland won the game in the end, 21-16 to in Canton in the Hall of Famer. Uh, the Browns got it done. Your boy Otani got his 600 strikeout of his career, but he had to leave his start. He couldn't extend his right middle finger to keep pitching, but he did hit his major league leading 40th home run last night in Anaheim, even though the Angels lost 5-3 on a grand slam in the ninth by Cade Marlowe of the Mariners. Otani threw four scoreless innings on 59 pitches. He's the eighth player in Major League history to record 600 strikeouts within his first 84 career pitching appearances. So, like, he came out in, like, the fourth and said to Nevin that his finger couldn't extend. Nevin had to go to the pen two innings earlier than he wanted to. Otani said through an interpreter, I felt like maybe I could have gone another inning or two, but I'm trying to feel out how my hand feels. It was a 0-0 game. We couldn't give up any runs, and I thought it was better for this team for me to stop pitching. But he kept hitting. He was intentionally walked in the sixth, then stole second, and then came around to score the tying run in the eighth. He smashed one 106 miles an hour over the right field wall to give the Angels a 3-1 lead. But Carlos Estevez couldn't hold it down in the ninth, blowing his first save in 24 chances. Otani became the first player in the live ball era since 1920 to reach base safely four times, hit a home run, number 40, steal a base, and not allow a run on a mound in the same game. The Yankees stunned the Strohs 4-3. Stanton and McKinney with home runs. Volpe, the game-winning RBI single to right, got it done for the Bombers in the boogie down. The Brewers smacked the Pirates 14-1. Jesus, the Bucks suck. They're 48-60. Dodgers roll the A's 
eight to two. Freddie Freeman had three more hits. They just keep raking. Phillies took three of four from the Marlins. Four two on Thursday. Lorenzen, his first start. He went a season-high eight innings of two-run ball. Texas was down 3 nothing in Scherzer's first game with the Rangers, but they came back to win it 5-3. The Royals swept the Mets. Singer goes eight strong innings of three-hit ball. The O's won in Toronto 6-1. Flaherty, six strong innings in his debut with the O's. They start up a set with the Mets at Camden Yards tonight. Giants, one zip over the D-backs on a Wade homer. That was the only run. Twins, 5-3 over the cards. Sonny Gray getting involved. Cubs have won three straight, 13 of 16. 5-3 over the Reds at Wrigley. Tyone, his fourth straight win. And we told you about the M's 5-3 win over the Angels. So we got a ton of baseball tonight. Just think next week, tons of NFL preseason games. It's all evolving rapidly. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.